Three, two, one. John, are we live? We are live, my man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our 15th, one five, holy smokes, John, 15th episode of Wheelhouse. I am super excited today because we're going to be talking about puppies. We're going to be talking about ice cream. We're going to be sampling ice cream. We have uh, Donna from Fido to go with us today, and then we have Eric and Jessica from Fronin Foods. Um, banana-based ice cream. It, it's unbelievable what they've done in two months. I'm really, really excited to chat with both groups of people today. Uh, but before we start, John always has the best shout-outs, but I'm going to try to one-up him before he comes up with some <laughs> cool shout-out before I do. Big shout-out to Ryan Cotter. I don't know, John, if I hold this up, if they're going to see it in frame. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. He surprised us today. Um, for those of you who have viewed the show before and met Ryan, he is the godfather of the Real Estate Rumble. You want to hold it up higher? Put my yep. T-Rex arms. Right pretty, pretty there freaking you heavy. go. Beautiful. Um, so the uh, guys and gals who box in the Real Estate Rumble, when they win, they get a championship belt. John and I did not box in it this year, but Ryan called us champions because we helped run the event this year. So he got both John and I pretty cool championship belts. Also... Um, September 15th, they're going to have the LA Real Estate Rumble. I spoke LA. to Ryan today. It's booked. So um, for we got a couple friends in LA listening. Um, we will be out in LA September 15th for the Los Angeles Real Estate Rumble. Um, John, you should come. I know you said you might not. I'm going to put you on the spot so Cotter can give you shit. Somebody's got to be here to hold on the fort. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll be at a wedding in Tahiti and then coming back the morning of the Real Estate Rumble Probably exhausted, but I'll make it through the rumble and come home Friday. Boy, your life sucks. Yeah. Um, what's going on with you? You got a cool shout-out to one-up my shout-out? Well, now that you say it, yeah, a little bit. Uh, oh, shit. Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, so it's a, multi, it's a multi-level shout-out. And oh, normally see? what I do is I try and do shout-outs for people that I know. Last week was you. Uh, that was man. the best of the best uh, shout-out. <laughs> so this is actually totally opposite it is a perfect stranger. Actually, two people that are perfect strangers. Um, I'm pointing a picture up right now of a police officer who's helping a man shave, homeless gentleman. Story goes, I saw this on Twitter, uh, and I retweeted it, and I'm sharing it today because we all need some love. A uh, gentleman who was homeless, down on his luck, trying to get a job, went to a fast food place, was going to have an interview. The manager said, hey, listen, I would love to hire you. Um, you seem like a great guy. You have to clean yourself up a little bit. So story goes along. He's outside, literally outside in the parking lot, shaving with sort of a crappy, rusty razor that he found. Police officer saw what he was doing. No shaving cream, no mirror, nothing. Walked up, actually talked with him and offered and helped right there on the spot to shave him get him a little bit cleaned up so that he could go into the fast food joint and reapply for the job. Now, I have no idea if he got the job. I hope he did, uh, or does or did. Uh, but I want to shout out to the gentleman trying to better his life. Whatever the situation was, however he got done on his luck, he's trying to rectify the situation, and I respect that. Uh, and the police officer who took time out of his day saw that a you know, person was in need and just went ahead and did it. Uh, no questions asked, just to try and help somebody better their life. Plus, the person that retweeted the tweet that I saw is my niece, Kimmy, and she retweeted it from a friend who retweeted blah, blah, blah. 
The only reason I want to shut that up, too, is because we all need to take time to acknowledge the fact that there's some good news in the world, and we should, you know, do something about that and take a minute to share good news and not just bad news. That, my man, well, my shout out. I mean, you ten up me today. <laughs> I put up this belt, and then you put up a really feel-good story, and, and that is an awesome story. I actually think I did see that yeah. when I saw you looking at the video and trying to download it i didn't right. realize it was that and yep. it is a really good feel-good story it is um kudos like you said to both of them the guy trying to better his situation and Honestly, um, we'll you have know, to have a uh, a little bit of a show a segment on a experience i had um with homeless people mm -hmm. and um some stuff we've done with the association of realtors which uh i would love it uh, it's near and dear to me um so that was a really cool shout out and not really, not even to pat ourselves on the back, but let's go back to Cotter. The event that he does here in Chicago that we help with, L.A., that we might be going to. Uh, Tim said, uh, L.A. 915, come on, Johnny. Uh, Tim, you coming right, with us? All right, all right. <laughs> I'll take but, Tim instead of you. He seems like he'd be more fun. <laughs> we can stop along the way and get him. Yeah. Uh, but all those people, the kids primarily, we're probably never going to meet any of those kids that the money from the event goes to help. We're just trying to help. Yeah. You know, and Kyder really does a good job, and he does. He deserves the, deserves the shout out, and so do we a little bit. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna be all I got, one, man. one of all these I got. weeks. I'm going to out shout out you. <laughs> I'm going to come prepared. Um, but let's get to our guests. Yes. My first guest, Donna Santucci from Fido to Go, a gourmet, I love the play on words, <laughs> food that. truck. Uh, the story is incredible. And the way you came up with Fido to Go is very, very cool. We chatted yesterday on the phone. Yes. So I'm going to let you tell the story and tell us what Fido to Go is. I know I was talking about you being on the show this morning. I was at a realtor event. And two people said, we've seen her trucks. We've seen the trucks around. So you're definitely out there and people know you're out there. So tell us the story. So um, we're the first dog and cat treat food truck in the nation. Awesome really in the world because the first one that started was in london very cool so she just did it for rescues okay so all the money went to charity um but i didn't even know she was out there until yeah. way later how did so, you guys come up with that idea because nobody else had done it no the, the My, here. here's here's what happened and it's a pretty funny story in a nutshell I'll, it won't go as long as Tell I told us. you yesterday but <laughs> so I live across the street from Montrose Dog Beach my dog unfortunately doesn't like the beach <laughs> doesn't like the water or the dogs or both both, both. and doesn't like the heat because she's yeah. a double-coated dog okay what kind of dog by the way Australian Shepherd Australian cattle dog I have a German Shepherd so yeah, okay not, so same heat. thing they are yeah. not great with heat yeah so um so I was I'm a beach bum totally love the beach i'm across the street laying out and i'm always by the fence checking out the dogs because i get bored a little bit and as you can tell i'm not the most calm person kind of hyper so checking it out well then i'm starting to think like okay what am i going to do i want to open up an all-natural organic food store i'm thinking about realtors like yourself and all that so as I'm sitting there, I hear the ice cream man go by. <laughs> that noticeable. <laughs> I, will, I will never forget this ever in my life. I look at the dogs. I look at the sky, and 
I just start cracking up at myself because I thought an ice cream, an ice cream truck for dogs. I started cracking up at myself because I'm like, oh, that's the stupidest idea I've ever thought Not of. That's so stupid now. Right. Now I totally believe differently. I yeah. believe there's no such thing as a stupid idea. There isn't. Because those stupid ideas turn into somebody's dreams. And as long as you're happy, you know, follow your passion and money will follow. Although I'm still waiting for the money part. But yeah, it takes a while. <laughs> I'm happy and I love what I do. That's and I awesome. I love my customers, every single one of them. So, so from idea to, I mean, it takes a lot of steps to go from idea to getting a truck and actually yeah. doing this thing. Oh yeah. How long did that take when you were went from I, I have this like aha the idea moment. three years. Okay. So it was like two thousand and eight ish is when I thought about the idea. In two thousand and ten it actually we made our debut. Very so cool. yeah. So it took a while because I put it on the back burner because it was so stupid. You just you just were like this can't work. And no, then you right. I just thought in. who is going to do it? There are people who think I'm absolutely nuts, you know. And lo and behold, I I did it. So we started with one truck, I'm guessing, right? One truck one for truck. a lot of years. Okay. For, for about five years, I had one truck. And how many do you guys have now? Two, and then one in San Diego. Very cool. And then. We're expanding now to other cities. Very, very cool. Yeah. And what do you? What can you serve on the trucks? We sell. We we sell and manufacture. We manufacture our own cookies, oh, yogurts, cool. and hard products. Okay. So a lot of the hard products I have already, people make them, um, and then we get some from small farms, and such, and then. Um, uh, the the bakery goods we, we make. I created every single one of those. I took animal wow. nutrition, animal dermatology, and before that, I was a dog groomer. Wow. So I just, dog grooming is what got me into taking more courses and, and such and learning about it. Just, I love It was like a passion, though. I mean, it, it it's sounds totally like you, a passion. you had a passion that yes. eventually went into what you call a crazy idea. I don't think it's that crazy of an idea. I think it's, it's a cool idea, and I Thank think you. it's... I mean, people have always loved dogs. I mean, mm -hmm. I was when I was born, we had two dogs, and I've always had dogs. Mm -hmm. And my dog's like a kid to me. I don't have a kid, so my friends right. and kids are like, when, once you have kids, you're gonna realize the difference between kids and dogs. I seem to think I'm not gonna love my kids any more than I love my dog, but we'll see. Um, but I feel like things like dog parks and dog accessible restaurants and people being able to take dogs places is becoming a trendier thing. So you're 2008, you're almost fashion forward for that. You were thinking ahead of the curve, in my opinion. Yeah, I, or that was just a horseshoe up my rear end, which could have been. <laughs> yeah, I, I, because I just went for my passion. I'm, I was in that stage in my life where I've been married, I raised my stepson, or I helped raise my stepson, so I can't take all the credit here. Um, you know, I was in that stage of my life where I was just wanted to be happy at what I was doing. Yeah. I was like, life is too short. Oh my gosh, you, you know. Life to life. Right. I mean, I'm almost 50, and I thought about this. You look 50. 80, yeah. And almost, you know, I'm, I'm not 50, I'm 48. Oh, you don't look upper 40. <laughs> Definitely energy-wise, either. Now, John, on the other hand. Yeah. Oh. See? Oh. So, 
<laughs> you know Whoa. what's funny? John, I'm kidding. John was giving me crap earlier. Technical difficulties. I Perfect. Because he was giving me crap earlier because I shaved my beard for the first time in like, or second time in two and a half years yesterday. Uh-huh. And I was looking at, you know, on Facebook, you have this on this day. Yeah. And they're younger than we are. But right. um, in six, seven years, you guys will look back at on this day. Yes. Damn, I was so much younger looking. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to shave my beard. So I started shaving and I got about halfway through and I'm like, damn it, I don't like the way this looks, but it's too late. Luckily, my facial hair will be back full grown by 5 So for tomorrow. two days, I look 12. <laughs> so I'll be fine. So do you feel like you've taken off like 20 years I, off your I mean, life? He, he said I look like a little kid when I walked in. Absolutely. And uh, so maybe I'll run with him. Maybe I'll just I think you should. Uh, sure. But I was looking at my on this day and I was like, holy smokes, I got old fast. You can see, work. like, have a contest and see how many people, if you go into bars, and see how many times you get carded. So that could be a test run for you. So I was at Binnie's, and it says, <laughs> we ID under 40, and she's not IDing me. So I looked at her, and I'm like, hey, do I look 40 to you? And she goes, close enough. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. See? Zing. It's something me. at 42. That's when everybody stopped carding me, and I got a little irritated with yeah. that. So now I just, as a joke, are you going to card me? Because I'll card, like, my sister, yeah. who looks like she's 30, and she's in her mid-50s, and I'm like, why didn't I get her body and the way she looks? And I'm walking in, they're carting her, and I'm her little sister. And they're like, excuse me, ma'am. My, my little sister, she's a veterinarian, by the way. She's going to love this when she oh, watches this. So shout out to my sister, Sheena. She's yeah, that's awesome. Big dog fanatic. Give her a lot of credit. Um, <laughs> but she still looks like she's 16. So I, th I feel like when people go in and they're like, this is our doctor? She looks like she could be a student. Her 21st birthday, they literally thought her state ID was fake. Like the, the woman we're at Ron in Japan, she goes, no, this is fake. And we're like, no, 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 this is her 21st birthday. That's why we're here, because she's trying to order liquor. And they're like, no, it's fake. And my dad's like, it's my daughter. I'm telling you, it's not fake. That's a, that, she's 21, but she looked like she was like 14 or 16. She and should have started throwing out some like really big medical <laughs> terminology. <laughs> but yeah, so you definitely you don't look like well, you're in your forties, and your energy levels are very very high. Thanks, um, which is awesome. Yes. What do you are? Are you out in the field every day uh, still? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, I loved that. That's the thing. So you still love it. I love it. I. I. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much of a personal life. I mean, I'll make it sometimes. I have to, you know, still go out once in a while to see my friends and, and stuff, but very seldomly. And I just, I love my job. I wake up at early in the morning, and I don't end until very late. So when do you guys start and stop, and do you guys give an announcement of, hey, the truck's going to be here, or are you guys... Just like, hey, we're going to go out, we're going to find spots that we think are hot for people walking their dogs around, and we're going to park. Oh, no. What's the protocol? It's a lot. Um, now, we know, because we've been around for eight years, so right. we know what... Where to go. Well, yeah, we built up our customer base. So, um, we, we actually post weekly on our social media sites, so on Facebook, Instagram... Twitter is very long, so we just say we posted our schedule. Yeah. So every, each week, about Monday night, Tuesday morning, we post our weekly schedule for that 
Very for that cool. week. Yeah. So we usually have two trucks out. So, yeah. Do they north side loop? Is it that yeah. kind of like spread between those? Well, yeah. I mean, over? here, for instance, we're doing uh, Saturday. Saturday, we've been so blessed to wear um, 180 promotions actually called us and we're we're doing a, a big food truck thing with Anheuser-Busch and Chicago Cubs. Very cool. Yeah. Wrigley? Yeah, at Gallagher Way. Very cool. Yeah, so it's huge. Good for you guys. And the dogs are all invited. Very cool. So they really, which is huge for us. And then Saturday that same day, our other truck will be at Arlington Racetrack. We're going to be at Arlington on Friday for our company, our, our, our real estate company's um, company summer outing. I wish it was on oh, Saturday. Oh, God, that, that would have been, would have been cool been because so everybody's, cool. they're bringing, bringing dogs, dogs, too. Oh, man, and we're, our office is dog-friendly. Oh, you guys so are everybody. Park, all of our agents, they're free to bring dogs in, and we're very, very dog-friendly. We're not cat-friendly because I'm allergic to cats. Like yeah, no, allergic. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are, though. It's the dander. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I have to take prednisone and Benadryl, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm ready to die. When yeah, I'm a lot of people but, are like that, yeah. Uh, nor do, I guess, people really bring their cats out no. that much. Or do you get them? I do get them. Really? In fact, like on leashes and here, stuff? Here, I do, yeah. Really? Yeah, that has a and bagel. this cat is so cool. Really? The coolest cat. I really want this cat. Is it a house cat or is it like Total a... Total house cat. A high-rise cat. High-rise cat. On a leash. On a leash, but the coolest cat. Huh. The, I mean, this and the dogs, I think, think the it's cat's like a, a dog. because And usually it doesn't happen. They just ignore it like whatever, and this cat's just... See, it. if I had a cat that could just walk on a leash and act like a dog... And I wasn't allergic to it. I would just, I'd be cool with that. There are, are cats out there that are like that, though, believe it or not. My buddy's Bengal cat's kind of like that. Yeah. Because he can, I mean, I but love that's Bengal not cats. so much like a house cat. I mean, they're wired a little bit differently. Yeah, they are Actually, different. you don't, they're hypoallergenic, I think. So I don't think you get allergies to them. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. I, I should know, yeah. but I don't. Maybe your sister would know. I wouldn't. She might, yeah. The grooming. So grooming's tough, too. That's yeah. a tough, tough, I mean, that's a physical job. Yeah. When did you stop that? Almost right when you started doing well, this? Well, yeah, I had a space on Halstead and Randolph. And then I had a space in River West. And then I did a lot of people. I would just go to their house and do it. Sure. But it just got so physical. And when you have two businesses, and at that point, I was doing it myself. Yeah, there's just no, you can't. You can't physically do it. I don't care what anybody says. The ones that do do it, they have everybody working for them, and they're doing it, not themselves. So I couldn't keep up with it. It was I wasn't wired for that. Sure. So I was suffering, and I'm like, what would I love to do more? The Fido to Go truck. I think a smart move. Yeah. Um, so you kind of always had that entrepreneur mindset to you, though. I mean, that is the. I'm yeah, not taking I a think paycheck. I'm so. Kind of just Pushing an entrepreneur. Not always. I used to work for other people. I mean, not not grooming. Be, did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, I always wanted to work for myself. Yeah. And I think because my dad worked for himself. Okay. And I've seen my grandparents work for themselves. And everybody in our family, a lot of people work for themselves. So We see that as a trend here. So we've had, you know, this week 15, I, we've seen a lot of entrepreneurs that got 
you know, saw somebody in the family be an entrepreneur and it just, it was either that or they had a bad work experience and said, I just want to work for myself. And yeah. it seems like it was kind of a hybrid. Well, I was just sick, sick of also working in a cube. Yeah. I, and I look and it's kind of, and please don't take me wrong because some people love it and they're cut out for it. Yeah. And I miss working with like a ton of people and creative people and it was a blast and, and I got to meet great people, but I look now and it's like, I look at the people coming out for lunch and high rises and, and I just think, was, I remember that and I think, God, I just can't even ever imagine doing that because you're working, you're, you feel almost like, like a robot. Yep. I'm just like you. I, I, can't I have it. some businesses and I, I ran out of law school, opened my law firm, and some people have asked me, what would it take for you to go work in an office? I'm like, I don't, you would have to give me out, you'd have to give me like NBA basketball player money per year. Yeah. Where I can be like, hey, you know what? Now, like, I'll stomach it. But if it wasn't for that, there's no way you could put me in an office. You have way too much energy to be in an office. Oh, God, no, yeah. <laughs> I, everybody would be, get so mad at me because I was so loud. Now you the would one be like, stuck. let's party, you know? <laughs> Um, I mean, like, like everybody, let's get our work done in like two hours and go out for a smoke break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no way. Me. Yeah, I was like, you know, let's go out for cocktails at lunchtime. Just because it was like I felt so cooped up, it was hard yeah. for me to sit in one spot. So, and I just cheered, Santucci, shut up. It's too monotonous, too. Yeah, and I, it's the same thing over. Uh, well, that that was. And my again, problem. I'm not offending anybody either who's sitting in a cubicle right now, like Mo's an asshole. But <laughs> I was just it's, some people can do it. I can't. Right. And entrepreneur and I, side, some people just cannot do right. it. Right. God bless the people. Right. And there's the bad, the drawback on on having your own business is that you don't have a life. Yeah. Right. So, in a sense. It's like, God, I wish I could be one of those people yeah. in a cubicle, do a nine-to-fiver, be happy with that, and just have a life. But I'm not one of those people. Yeah. And I have to be busy all the time. But I love doing what I'm doing. I'm one right. of those people. Otherwise, I'm completely miserable, and I hate my job if I'm yeah. driving into work I, for somebody. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. We have Tim saying, uh, working in a cube is not so much fun. Lost in a cube farm in Tempe. Oh, that's why he's close to L.A. We'll come pick you up, Tim, when we go to L.A. Eric uh, Witzel said, you young and hot. <laughs> Eric. Uh, Eric is uh, giving you a shout-out. And for Thank those you. of you listening, you guys can ask them questions. I'm looking at the questions, so if you guys have questions for them, ask away. Embarrass them, embarrass me. Oh, Eric, ask whatever Eric you guys I grew want up ask. with. Thanks yeah. a lot, Eric. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate <laughs> the humor um, and fun. That's it. So you have an online store, too. I checked that out. Yeah. Because you do make the product. Yeah, we get a lot of people buying Oh, online. yeah, especially in the winter. The okay. But a lot of people love coming to the truck. Yeah, it's fun. In the summer, plus we do, like, huge parties. We do Easter egg hunts, and most people charge for Easter egg hunts. We don't. Okay. Very I'm cool. like, if you're gonna have a party, have a party, and don't be like, okay, and it's ten dollars to get in. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we uh, we have a blast. I mean, those are this like for the dogs. Yeah. Everything we do, like bobbing for hot dogs at the Halloween pretty with the dogs. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I love it. So, I think it's great. What are yeah. some uh, plans, expansion plans? You guys now have two here, one in San Diego. Are you guys going to be doing yeah. more trucks soon? Well, we're thinking about Colorado, okay. uh, Denver for next year. Um, 
in fact, the girl that works right now and is helping us, um, she's moving her and her husband to Denver. So I think she's going to take one out with her. I go to Miami a lot. Florida's like my home away from home. Water's always good, too. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't really talk about yeah. Florida yet. Um, but, yeah, there's just there's other, yeah, there's. Stuff in the works. Stuff in the works. Good yeah, and in fact, we're we're hoping to do what Fronin is doing, and hopefully having our product in the stores. Although it took them two months to do, and it's taken me like eight years. You like you just like bump and set like the intro for them so perfectly because I was about to bring them in. Before we do though, Kevin Delaney says shout out from Craig Manzer. You rock, Donna. Thanks, Kev. So you got a shout out there. Thanks, Kevin. I grew up with Yeah, He's known me since I was probably born. Well, a couple of years Thanks for watching, me. Kevin. Yeah. Perfect Good bump people. and set for me to spike in our second set of guests. I'm really excited to chat with you guys, and then we're going to do a round table here. Um, we got Eric and Jessica from Fronin Foods. Uh, this business is super, super cool. John, can they see stuff if I start grabbing at these yep. th the, at things they got? We got T-Rex arms. You guys might have to. So I'm going to just kind of show everybody. This is the packaging for their banana-based ice cream. Um, I have no sweet tooth, but I'm obsessed with ice cream. The problem for me is when I start eating ice cream, I eat the whole damn pint. So I love that they put the calories per pint because there is no damn way I'm having a scoop or two scoops of any ice cream. So thank you guys for coming on. Um, tell us what Fronin is. I, Donna just said you guys have been open for two months. I, I can't believe how far you guys got in two months. but. Whichever one of you guys wants to take it, tell us what Fronin is, and I'll... You want to go for it? it sure, yeah, Fronin. So it's a non-dairy banana-based ice cream, so it's totally guilt-free. It's made with only four or five ingredients, so only things that you would normally eat on a regular basis, nothing fake, nothing that you can't recognize or can't pronounce. We were sick of eating stuff like that, and we were sick of the way that it made us feel. So we wanted to make something that was totally pure and uh, you know, low in calorie, low sugar, low fat as well. I love it. Um, and how did the idea come about? Yeah, so when I was 13, I was diagnosed with celiac disease and dairy sensitivity. So I've always been used to a pretty limited diet. But when I got to college, you know, I had that freedom to buy whatever I want, eat whatever I want without my mom telling me not to eat too much sugar. So I definitely did that. And eventually I started to get really sick. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at that point I was addicted to sugar which is a problem that so many people have. And I wanted an option that was indulgent and fulfilling and delicious that didn't make me feel guilty. So Eric introduced me to his family recipe and I'd never heard of the concept of making ice cream out of bananas. So I didn't even believe him until he showed me this. And it's, I mean, you guys are like, it's boyfriend, girlfriend, right? So Matt, this is like one of those kind of match made in heaven scenarios where you had the total need because you had insensitivity to dairy and you loved ice cream and sweets. And you had the recipe that nobody has ever heard of, which was banana-based ice cream, which is awesome. And then you guys met in college? Yeah, we did. Okay. And then um, tell me about how kind of the idea went from you having a pretty cool recipe that nobody else had to creating a business that – I mean, one of the things, John, I, we were talking before – the show was I felt like I had seen your packaging at stores and you guys said only two months so it's instantly recognizable so kudos to you guys in two months so how did it go from 
cool recipe to great business. Yeah, so we were actually both in Hyde Park. We went to Chicago over the summer. Smart guys and gal. It was a great time. Yeah. Um, and we were both interning actually downtown. We had desk jobs and we're doing the nine to five. And when we got home, it was like, I just want to eat an entire tub of ice cream. But that wasn't great, especially sitting all day and not really having enough time to exercise and to really take care of your body. So Eric and I kind of just started making this together and sharing it with friends who loved it. And we were thinking, you know, why can't we buy this in a grocery store? So we really started evaluating the ice cream aisle and there was nothing like it. So we saw an opportunity to enter a competition at the Booth School of Business. And so we kind of started planning it earlier to get ready for this business plan competition. And then we went through three rounds of pitches, a 60-page business plan, and wow. kind of like a mini shark tank for college students. It's like a, a real shark tank for college students. That's not small. That's serious business. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had no idea what we were doing. but <laughs> well, Apparently just, you did. Yeah. Well, I think we had to learn on the go, and you know, yeah. we took advantage of just mentorship opportunities. And Chicago has a great food community as well, so we kind of tapped into that. Yeah, shout out to the Hatchery. They're awesome. The Hatchery, shout out to them. Who They're great. Sounds like they helped you guys out. Yeah, we've been working with them uh, now. I mean, that whole you're kind of learning as you go. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I'm on like I've grown a bunch of businesses and I'm a decade into growing businesses now. That's kind of how it is. You know, you have an idea of how things are going to work and that idea might be right or kind of right and then you learn a whole lot of crap as you go. So, um Kudos to you guys. So you guys won the competition? Yeah, we won. <laughs> and wow. we received some funding, which was great. And that helps. We did an accelerator program at the Polsky Center for Entrepreneurship at Booth during the summer where we kind of kick-started everything. And we were making everything by hand at that point. And we were in about three retailers right near our university. And it was selling really well. So we thought, you know, we can't really manage making this by ourselves. So we spent the last eight months after that, figuring out operations, manufacturing, sourcing, branding, and all of those things that we kind of just, you know, and we've made, you know, plenty of mistakes along the way with that, but we pulled it together for a launch onto Peapod June 8th. That's amazing. So, Congratulations. Super exciting. I, I mean, you guys, it, it, you've worked so hard in eight months, and even before that, when you guys were setting up for this, like you said, you guys were planning for it, but... I can't tell you guys, and I mean, I haven't been doing this my whole life, but I've been doing it long enough to tell you, you're so far ahead of the average business owner. And obviously, you guys are both very intelligent, went to University of Chicago and uh, you know, had the ability to win this competition. But the fact that you guys just grassroots, like, A, not only worked really hard, but found the resources you needed to, to get the information and get to the point where you guys are in Peapod and... I'm going to let you guys tell everybody what's next because what's next is even cooler than the fact that you guys have already gotten the Peapod and everything. But I'm, I'm blown away. You guys are incredibly impressive. So what's next? So I know you guys got some cool plans coming. Yeah, definitely. So we're in about 10 retail locations right now. And in August, we're expanding to about 22 more. So we're yeah. going to be supporting those stores with free demos and things like that, having people try for and taste it for themselves. And then end of August, we're planning on having our own online store up and running. I think you guys are just going to kill it. I mean, uh, we almost, John, in a year, when they sell this company for like $700 million like RX Bar did, uh -huh. 
we're going to have to have them on, or you guys have to invite us on your private yacht so we can do a wheelhouse <laughs> from their private yacht. Because we were talking off air, for those of you who have seen the RX bars, who has, and I love their marketing. It's, you know, there's four ingredients, and this is what's in the bar, and these are, you know, the health items. I mean, it's really cool. You guys have, you know, here's the ingredients. You have, like, the, this is how many calories it is, the number of ingredients it has. This packaging is is awesome. awesome. It's yep. so cool. And then obviously the fact that it's healthy, um, I don't look like a personal trainer anymore, but in my college days I was one. You know, and that low sugar, I mean sugar and fat, Eric and I were talking about this, you know, when you're eating ice cream, ice cream is supposed to be a fun thing to have, but if you're working out and then you have a pint of ice cream, you're like, that was awesome, but then you're you hate yourself. You're like, damn it, I gotta go work out again. I lost a whole week's worth of working out. Um, but this allows you to consistently enjoy ice cream without feeling like you crapped on your entire workout. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is really cool. And how you guys get it, and we're about to taste it. I've, I've never tasted it, so we're about to taste it. I'm be very honest. Um, I'm glad you guys brought samples, and I'm sure it tastes delicious. But to get something to taste great and also be healthy is so hard to do. And we should hook them up with Evan Shy, um, who is on, because. If anybody looks like a personal trainer, it's Evan. But Evan is a Chicago, um, he's like a celebrity at this point. He's a trainer, but he's got a bunch of businesses that work around um, healthy options now for big businesses. And um, I think something like this would be something Evan would just love. So I'll link you guys up with him. So let's try some stuff. Yeah, that'd be I'm a awesome. huge fan of strawberry ice cream. So. Okay. Here's the strawberry. I might go that way. Here's our strawberry flavor. We have a bunch of sampling spoons. We have enough for everybody, okay. so definitely oh dig in. Yeah, we have this, strawberry. And I didn't even realize it was banana base. That is That's yep. the cool part. That it's banana is base. so cool. These so are cool. packages just for tasting, right? Yep, yep. just for tastings. Am I the only one doing this? No, I got to get in there. John's yeah. getting in here. You guys got to try it. Hold on one second. Hold on. I'm going to try this now. We have strawberry, banana, coconut. Oh, my coconut. God. It's so good. Is it? I'll go chocolate. It's so good. Thank you. I mean, I don't know if I am, but I'll say it again and again. That is, I mean, it's really good. And I'm a strawberry fan too, so let's see. Okay, we're glad you like it. It's like creamy too. So, like, how do you? What do you do with the? I'm just out of curiosity. How do you get the banana to be this creamy? What part of it does that? The way the bananas freeze, and then if you just kind of mush them up afterwards, they just end up naturally being creamy. So for the strawberry, our number one ingredient is real strawberry. So that's why okay. we really wanted to have a strong strawberry taste. And then the banana kind of helps with that consistency. I mean, this is as tasty as any strawberry ice cream. Mm-hmm. And it has a fraction of the calories and a fraction of the fat and a fraction of What's nice is it's not like super sweet. Mm-mm. That's the. It cool tastes like part. a I'm not sugar. like a huge sweet, like super sweet. So this is really good. This yeah. is really good, guys. Guilt free. Yeah. Uh, as far as the calories and sugar and all that for the chocolate, because I don't know if they're different by flavor. I'm sure. Yeah. So the yeah. chocolate is 280 for the entire pint, calorie wise, and 10 Whoa. grams of sugar per serving. And you only have. 0.5 grams of total fat, and you have no saturated fat in your in your chocolate one. Just insane. <laughs> it yeah. is awesome. I mean, to be honest, it's healthier than most any other sort of 
cheat meal you can have, but it's not yeah. really even a cheat meal because it's not unhealthy for you. It's literally just bananas, a little bit of water, a touch of honey, and cocoa powder. That's it. It's wow. so good. It is really, really good. I feel bad for everybody who's watching and can't taste this, and we're just like talking to you guys about how delicious this stuff is. It's it's amazing. You don't feel that bad. No, I actually, <laughs> I really don't. Um, but are these the main flavors you guys are going to keep? Are you guys playing with other flavors? Is there anything in the works for? Yes. So there are a few flavors in the works right now. We're looking at doing a vanilla flavor, okay, and a banana peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And wow. awesome, a peanut butter mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and possibly a healthier spin on a salted caramel flavor. Wow. And if you're watching and you're curious, we'll be in August, we'll be in Pete's Fresh Market, Valley Produce, Treasure Island, and we're currently in the Foxtrot stores and Potash Market in River North. So cool. I mean, I can't imagine you guys do a sampling of this anywhere and people aren't just blown away by it. What was, um, what was kind of the first uh, flavor you guys came up with? Just the plain banana yeah. one. <laughs> the banana one. coconut one? Yep. Um, and then uh, what's the best selling one so far? Chocolate. Chocolate? Yeah. yeah definitely really? chocolate. It's weird because, I, I mean, I'm going to try the chocolate too. John's having the chocolate. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. good. Um, I like chocolate ice cream. I'm not like a big chocolate guy, but, I mean, it, it's so healthy. It's it, unbelievable, I, guys. I honestly thought when you gave me the calorie count that you were going to say that it was for this but for the whole pint yep mm-hmm. the whole pint it's really it's oh, super smokes. indulgent for 280 calories yeah. it's unbelievable yeah. and it's unbelievable. It, ta- it i didn't know if it was going to be kind of creamy like ice cream right being that it, you didn't have the dairy in it but it's just as creamy mm-hmm. as having ice cream which is awesome very very cool so um online stores coming when you guys said end of I august that's going to be a it's going to sell like hotcakes, I think, online too. I think people are going to try it in the store, and we're getting into that sort of um, era where people like ordering everything in, and then it's just going to take off like hotcakes. I think this thing's going to sell like crazy. Um, are you guys expanding outside of Chicago anytime soon? Um, we're kind of, you know, starting local. Yeah. I mean, I keep, I keep saying that you guys are two months in and I'm like, <laughs> you guys are so running. far advanced for two <laughs> months that I'm like, are you guys expanding out? And they're like, we're just yeah. getting going. Yeah. Hopefully by, I guess we'll the end of 2019, we'll have plans to be going to other regions. But okay. right now we're really focusing on the Chicago area. But if you want to buy a pint online and you're in California, that's what the online store is for. That's awesome. Um, kudos to you guys. I mean, it's crazy to see you guys are young um people go from having an idea to implementing the idea coming out to market with a product and obviously you guys have a plan like that whole by the end of 2019 are you guys still working with a ton of mentors and stuff or you guys have some really good mentors that you guys are working with yeah 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 definitely um you, i have a feeling in a couple years you guys are going to be mentoring a ton of people and stuff like this because seems like you guys have learned a whole lot. Do you have a sweet tooth, too? I do. You do? Yeah. You got one, too? Because oh, yeah. you for oh, sure yeah. had one, obviously, but you have one, too? Definitely. Yeah. Who came up with the banana base in the family? My great-grandfather had a little shop up in Maine. It was kind of like a grocery store in Delhi. And one of the items that they sold was like a chocolate-dipped frozen banana. So they had a freezer full of all these bananas just sitting there. And then my great-grandmother thought, why don't we just blend these up and see what happens? I don't know why, but it turned out great. It was kind of like an ice cream, and they would just eat that. 
So then it got passed down, and my dad, you know, he invested in this massive juicer and everything because he loved it so much, and we just played around with different flavors, and then I showed it to Jesse, and that's how it started. And who would have thought in the family from your great-grandparents that a couple generations later <laughs> – this thing will one day sell for a couple hundred million bucks. They make cool. it all the way to wheelhouse. Yeah, make it all the way to wheelhouse. The pinnacle. You of know, media. John and I were talking about you know making wheelhouse go viral. So when you guys end up selling this company for like a couple hundred million bucks, just John, we're gonna keep hashtagging Fronin, you know, foods Fronin foods until our stuff goes viral here. I um, have three cool. letters, I P O. Let <laughs> us know, please. Uh, Let us know. How are you guys um, coming up with the new flavors? Are you guys just taste testing them yourselves? You guys got friends that come over and taste test? Because Donami and John are going to come over and we're going to taste test the food. Yeah, we we did all of the R&D ourselves. So coming up with these four flavors took over 200 hours in a shared kitchen space. Wow. So the new flavors is just us kind of experimenting. You know, we keep the principles in mind. We're just using as few ingredients as possible and only real ingredients. And then we share them with friends and see what people like, take them to sampling events, test out new feed, uh, flavors, get some feedback, and just kind of go from there. Are you guys into kind of cooking and food and baking in general now that you guys have kind of been shared restaurant, like uh, kitchen spaces and stuff? Yeah, I think since we did so much R&D for this product, when I get home, I'm like, I don't want to cook order right it. now. Like grub <laughs> yeah. you, you need a food truck. No, yeah. no, then she can be like, oh, I'll just have a Fronin. It's yeah. nice. And yeah, <laughs> this will fill me up, and it's yeah. not a lot of calories. And I don't feel like cooking. I'll just take it. This is amazing stuff. I'm really proud of you guys. Oh, what, thank uh, you. What's the – you have something else there. Yes. Yeah. So we actually were at Taste of Chicago this year. Okay, cool. And we sold these Fronin scoops on a stick with chocolate chips. And Very they're cool. really wow. delicious. They're kind nice. of, think of like a different kind of flavor of a chocolate-covered banana. No, no, thank you. I'm, I'm kind of getting full. But they I'm look gonna, delish. I'm going to try it. Yeah, go Can we try it? it? Yeah, yeah we brought them for you guys to try. And um, one avenue that we're looking at is doing this catering events with these. The so Very if anybody cool. knows a caterer who's interested, we're happy to chat. And mm-hmm. They're really yummy. I do know a caterer too, so I will link up. These are really yummy. Are they good? No, that's okay. Then I'm then I'm going to be very full. I'm not going to have dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already full. It's actually really filling too. Yeah. I only had. It. Remember, I said that I won't be able to stop eating this. I'd have to have a pint and not like the cup. Did you guys I'm have full. entrepreneurs in the family too? Anybody have entrepreneurs? Where did did you guys when you went to college? Was it for business? No, no. <laughs> awesome. No, we we were both public policy uh, study majors, so really totally unrelated. Did you guys meet like freshman year? So. Yeah, we actually kind of met doing homework together. Yeah. I'd sell you Chicago, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you guys, obviously, John. Like I said they're smarter than we are. <laughs> Unbelievable. Than I am too. These so, guys are crazy good. So weren't in school to become business owners and then no. just a kind of necessity and a passion led to the business. But did you guys have somebody in the family that was a business owner that may have influenced that at all too? Yeah. I mean, we actually both had full-time job offers um, to go into finance. Okay. And I think, you know, it was a hard decision for us to say, okay, we're going to do something really risky. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was just 
you know, such a great opportunity that we couldn't pass down. Um, and my family, they run their own business, so yeah. they've never actually worked for anyone else but themselves. And it's funny because they were saying, oh, you know, you have this great opportunity at a finance firm, like, go for that. And yeah. eventually they came around and they were like, oh, no, you should definitely do this full time. But I think, you know, even though they're entrepreneurial, yeah, it's just they were scared because they're like, yeah. you have this for sure job. And that happens so often. You see people who have, I mean, Donna, you, you could have done it too. You could have just taken the kind of easy road and go walk, you know, get a paycheck. And I'm not saying that working in office is a easy thing. Half our viewers are going to be like this. Yeah. <laughs> We're but all going to be in trouble. There is, <laughs> and, and there is a truth, though, to not knowing how much money you're going to be making, not knowing, you know, when the next paycheck's going to come. You know, that anxiety and that uncertainty of business, I think, is what makes an entrepreneur so different than everybody else. Because I, to this day, I don't have a paycheck. So I, no matter what I do, if I'm not putting my effort in 120%, and if I don't have, you know, if I have bad luck and I'm putting 120% effort in, things can go kind of kind of poorly. Um, I always, I'm a believer that you have to be the right person in the right place at the right time. I don't believe in just pure luck. But the fact that you guys didn't take, I mean, from University of Chicago, I'm guessing your finance offers were good offers too. You guys did not take that job at your age too you guys are going to be lifetime entrepreneurs. I There's no way you two are ever going back into an office someplace. And kudos to you guys because I got out of law school. I opened my own law firm. Um, so I was relatively young. But my like viewpoint now is, so what if I fail? I can always end up going and getting that job. For you guys to have that foresight young, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it was definitely a tough decision. Yeah. But well worth it. And I think, you know, we just talk about how many hours we put in a day. It's insane. It's crazy. So much more than nine to five, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it's it's probably going to get even crazier for you guys. I mean, as you guys expand. Um, but I always say, work your butt off right now. And, you know, you guys are so young. You guys will be retired on the beach by the time you guys are 30. <laughs> and they're doing it the sure. right way. Yeah, because you guys are starting out young. Yeah. And you're... You have the good mentors. I didn't have anybody, and nobody else did what I did. So yeah, it's hard to how do you – who did I – I didn't have anybody. You had to reinvent the at. wheel for you. Yeah. You know, I, I always tell people, you know, especially in my business, I'm lucky that the path to success for what I'm doing, it's out there. I just have to learn what it is and then implement it consistently and work hard. Touching on what you just said, you did not have a roadmap to success. You just kind of had to invent that roadmap. Yeah, Somebody like, and I didn't have a bat, really a business background behind yeah. me. I mean, I just had relatives that were in business for themselves. They never taught us how to. Give my dad's off the boat from Italy. He's yeah. more like, hey, I gotta, you know, <laughs> I gotta bring home money just to support you kids. You know, I mean, that's it wasn't yeah. like, hey, let me take you under my wing and show you the ropes because I don't think he knew himself. So they just. But you had passion and hard work, and I tell people, yeah. hard work beats talent every single time. Now, if you got hard, if you got hard work and work ethic, and you're just genuinely a very talented person in whatever you're doing, that's the best. But you know, even if you didn't have the business background, your level of passion and 
You just said, you know, my life is what I'm doing. Well, yeah, and I think that's what saves my business because I think if you don't have either one of them, you're done. You're done. And a lot of people in business, they think, especially like me now, that there's copycats out there. They think, oh, well, let's, it's, it's great money. And they don't know what overhead is. They don't have any clue, like all the things, the state, but as you are all well aware of, uh, having businesses, you know, the state, the packaging, the approvals, the everything that goes into it, insurance, all of it, every insane. little thing. It is insane. It's um and people and then you see them fail because they have no passion in it. They right. just they just think it's a cool concept and hey, we could do it. And that's that's You've been the, at it for a decade. I think what someone, yeah. somebody who probably looks at what you're doing right now probably looks at it and is like, well, you know what? I can go do this. It's not That's bad. What they In think. two, three years, I'm going to have that too. And they forget that you've been doing it for 10 years. Right. You know, you guys are an exception to the rule. I mean, they're uh, unusual. These you two guys are unusual. They, they've got years. another product that nobody else has. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. It's, Everybody's there's a million ice cream places, but not like this one. I mean, this you guys, different. and this is where like Don and I are probably both telling you like we've probably been out of same amount of time yeah, ten years here. We've seen it, but you guys are so so far ahead of the game yeah. in, in the amount of time you guys have been working, and it's great Absolutely. that you guys are working together on this. It seems like you're both totally passionate about it. You guys obviously get along really well because if you didn't, there's no way two people in business who are also dating even a year into business, would not have strangled each other already. Right, because so usually it's only you like guys. a few months and then um, you're done. You know, so yeah, you can start doing it. All right, John's asking me to ask you guys some cool stuff. All right, let's go to, um, you guys give an adv a piece of advice to young business owners or entrepreneurs trying to get into any business. It doesn't have, I mean, I don't think anybody is going to make tasty banana-based ice cream like you guys. So for all of those, all all those people who are listening thinking they could do it, uh, it's not going to be as tasty as theirs, and you're not going to be here within you know two to eight months. So uh, just general business advice if you guys want to give it. Yeah, I, I would say just don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, being so young and not having full-time work experience, you know, it put us at a slight disadvantage, but you know, we, we definitely made up for it with the mentorship that we received and just asking people in the network and the community really helped us out a lot. I love that, and, and I bet that most of the people you asked for help from gave you guys help, right? Definitely. I love that. You know, you know, John, you were talking about good news, bad news in a totally different way, but I sometimes feel like people crap on business owners a lot. Like, well, look at these business owners and they're doing well. I have never turned down somebody asking to get lunch with me for advice on anything that I'm doing in business. And I feel, I'm, I'm glad that there were people who had nothing but uh, a helpful hand for you guys. And that's great advice. Know what you know, know what you don't know. And if you don't know something, go get some help on yeah, it. Exactly. Good for you guys. You guys are gonna just keep on kicking butt. And for you, John wanted me to ask, he gave me a couple things to ask, but I'm interested in this one. Favorite travel spot? Anywhere with a beach. Anywhere with a beach. <laughs> Have you ever been to Tahiti? No. Okay, I'm going to no. Tahiti in November, and I'm <sighs> booking my trip. So That's I figured awesome. maybe you have a uh, go yeah. for a wedding. Um, that is amazing. No, I'm gonna. We're planning actually. Friends of all 
bunch of childhood friends were planning a trip to Aruba okay. for our 50th. So that's cool. I heard Aruba is a blast. I've never been. Uh, yeah, me neither. I've never Beautiful. been. Beautiful. Yeah. Photos. Yeah. I don't have a chance to really travel. Yeah. I mean, you're you know, I mean, it's different for you. You have a wedding. So I bet if you didn't have the wedding, would you really be going? To Tahiti, no way. Right. That I mean, wouldn't have been just too busy. I would have gone to Mexico three hours. Oh, yeah. I love Mexico. Out. Mexico rocks. Yeah, I mean, Cancun, Playa Cabo, I'd be there all day. The three hour I go to Playa Car. Yeah. So all yeah, the time. Perfect. Yeah. Playa Car. Um, any books you love? Anything you've read? Oh, Do you my read? gosh. I should ask. I, no, I never read in my life. Never? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you read often? <laughs> um, I, when I do read, it's, and your sister would probably be rolling her eyes like, ugh, you know, because she knows a lot of the stuff. Yeah. But because I'm not a veterinarian, um, I read a lot of books. Either it has to do with business. I love it. Me too. Or or it has to do with um, um, animals. Yeah. You know, trained, like basically. animal nutrition and stuff like that. Like that. Just to see, especially like new stuff, because I laugh, and your sister would too. You know, it's like, when it's like, oh, do gluten, because our, our truck is all based on gluten-free, sugar-free, grain-free, egg-free, soy-free, so USA ingredients, Wisconsin beef. Now it's like, oh, you just get like this big article. It's not good for dogs anymore. It's like, oh, come on. So let them have wheat. Are they out picking wheat? I mean, seriously, they're not doing that. You know, so allergies, it's a huge issue with in animals. So, yeah. yeah. So, so I, like, do that kind of stuff. And I'm sure your sister has her opinion as well. Like, this is what she knows. Some of those research studies are, it's like, oh, who's, who's doing this? Who's doing these research studies, you know? So my sister, uh, a lot of times she, you know, like, you know, they have like uh, uh, grain free foods and stuff. Right? Yeah. So I, I used to give my dog origin and yeah. now I give him a prescription diet food because he's a Hells. big boy. No, it's something else. I should know the brand because I've been buying it for a while, but I always just go buy the same. Yeah. Bag and, and then they're on a grain free diet. Yeah. But she said, you know what? Dogs for forever have been now domesticated into having grain. He goes, so she goes. Sometimes you know, yes, it's there's healthier options. Yeah. But she goes, a lot of these researches are really kind of pushing people into one way, not knowing that dogs have for a long time through their domestication changed, you know, in dietary requirements from how they were when they were like wild dogs running around. So. I'd yeah. be curious to have you guys chat. And oh yeah, oh yeah, I would advice. love to talk to her. But I mean, she knows more than I do. She's she, and I yeah, always maybe, say, maybe not the diet the side. Who knows? Well, the diet well, side of things. I mean, you seem to know that. Well, now. yeah, no, but neutering a dog, she'll probably do better than you might. Oh but, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know nothing about and behavior and stuff. Yeah. I I don't know anything about that, but. Um, no, I just I think that I think that yeah. I kind of disagree with that. Okay, cool. Because I was doing um, all grain-free diet for my dog his whole life. He's a very healthy dog, so I was doing Origin, and it's all Did you do it just to do it, or you did it because your dog had the allergy? No, I just did it because I thought it was healthier. You know, I kind of like you said, yeah, my dog is like my baby, so I'm going to just give it the healthiest yeah. option I yeah. can. Um, and Origin at that time, I went actually to – it was in Lincoln Park. They closed out. I forget the name of the place. 
but it was like a health dog food store. On Armitage? Yes. I know who you're talking about. So, uh, Bar- Ma- Meow- Barker Meowski? No. no. But the person there was like, yeah. I was like, what's the healthiest dog food I can get for him? And they said origin. And I was like, okay, I'll get origin. So I yeah. got puppy origin, and then moved to adult origin. And then eventually we had to put him on prescription food because he needs to maintain his weight, and he's got a weak stomach. Um, but he's a 130-pound German Shepherd. He's not fat. He's just a big, big boy. Um, yeah. And they get hip problems. So I just yeah, got him on a, yeah. uh, a good diet. Um, but I am very – I think the health food the, – the pet health food market, it's just a huge industry. So you're doing the right thing. You're in the right Well, market. I think first of all, you need to just talk to your veterinarians before yeah. you go ahead and, you know – before you had real, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in going gluten free. Yeah. There's no reason not to. You know, you could give the dogs a multivitamin as well, you know, um, but it, that's what causes the wheat. And yeah. the grains cause ear infections and cause so many other issues. And that's why you'll see dogs that have, they're white dogs, but you'll see the browning all around their paws. That's yeah, yeah. all allergies. Interesting. You know, it could be environmental allergies. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean it's a diet issue either. Yeah. So you do really have to talk to your veterinarian. Yeah. I mean, I, I always tell people, get educated. Research, too, yourself. Yeah. But I, like, for me, people will ask me, but I don't know their dog. Yeah. I'm not around them 24-7. Right. You know your dog. Right. I don't know your dog. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have to get. Do you guys have dogs on the. Uh, All the time. Are you, you kidding me? Oh, I have some that don't get off of the truck. Really? Oh, they just hang dogs. out? Are you kidding me? You can't get them off? We have oh, one I... that screams and yesterday, oh, I mean screams. I mean, you got like treats a... for them on there. It'd be like if you stuck me on a uh, food truck no. with all these ice cream, no, you know, the pints, dogs I, would, I wouldn't on. get off either. That's their, we have a party in our truck every night. That's awesome. And they get free, cool. you know, they get a free treat every time they're on the truck and... I'm going to have to look you guys up when you guys are around the city. And uh, oh, my dog's name is Maverick. Oh, um, man. Uh, that was my top, first car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big Top Gun fan, so um named my dog That's after awesome. uh, uh, Tom Cruise's character. So, That's awesome. Um, I'll have to find Maverick. Uh, I'll have to find your truck and bring Maverick to you. Maverick guys. can jump on. He could. He'll we can have thrown in ice cream and He'll yeah, eat the ice cream for sure, too. You and I could have this. Yeah. And and Maverick could have a gluten-free, sugar-free, grain-free, egg-free, free USA ingredient. I'm His in own ice cream. Or non-dairy, because we also have non-dairy for the dogs. John, did we just uh, grab a technical difficulty somewhere? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? John's quiet. He's, like, uh, sitting there all quiet. I was like, I think we had a technical difficulty. Yeah, we're recording still. So. Oh, perfect. Um, are we out of time, too? We're past. We're past. I would like to know about books, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask them about their books. It's crazy how fast we run out of an hour. We might have to start doing 90 minutes. John's like, don't make. All of a sudden, we're gonna be Joe Rogan in three and a half hours. Yeah, three and a half hours. (laughs) Well, you know, though, Joe doesn't run it at like a set time. Joe just, he just just says he's gonna do it and he does it. But he's Joe Rogan, so anyone will listen to Joe Rogan whenever the hell Joe Rogan wants to go. We'll get there. We'll get there one day. He's at like a thousand episodes, isn't he? Way past, yeah. Way past? Yeah, like 11, 1200. Shoot. We got a ways to go. So um, we started doing this prior to them doing that. That's insane. Wah, wah. We are so far <laughs> behind. 
Look at us. We are so far behind you guys um, and, and how crazy um, you guys have skyrocketed to success. I just – I can't wait. We're going to have a recap with you guys pretty soon and you guys are going to be like, we're in Whole Foods. You know, everybody – Hocken Dawes has reached out to us and they want to buy us out for all That would be awesome. And we rejected, like, we rejected be them because we're going to get a better offer. Um, I can't wait to see that happen. Books. John's asking me to ask about any favorite books you guys have. You got one for me? Yeah. Uh, a few months ago, I read a book called Banana by an author <laughs> named Dan Copel. Okay. Just a great summary about the history of bananas, the trade, how they've been growing, everything like that. So I ended up writing my uh, my BA thesis on banana trade and farming. Really? Yeah, I wow. really sparked that whole research. They give you an A? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? They better <laughs> give you an A. You grade the teacher. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know much about the banana trade. I like bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that you have to eat bananas relatively quickly unless you do freeze them, I guess. Otherwise, they go bad. Um, do you like bananas, just generally speaking? I ate them more frequently before this. Really? Yeah. Well, you get your dose of banana in your ice cream now. Exactly. I would rather have this than a banana. Yep. Um, but uh, kudos again to you guys. Um, just couldn't be any more impressed. Totally happy for you guys. Uh, cannot wait to see you guys uh, in Whole Foods, in every other um, grocery store. Let John and I know when your online store opens up because I'll order a bunch of this stuff. I live in the suburbs now. So if um, you guys end up at the Northbrook Whole Foods, that would be really, really easy for me. I can just buy it other because it will melt on my way home sitting in traffic. Um, otherwise, I will have it delivered, or maybe John will get a freezer in here, not just a cooler. So on Wednesdays, sure, we have Wednesdays. so much room. Yeah, we have tons <laughs> of space in our little studio. But thank you guys for coming on. I I'm blown again, blown away. Congratulations. Um, I you guys are just going to keep kicking butt. Donna, thank you for coming oh, on. Oh, thank you so I, much for the invite. Appreciate it. I love food trucks and I love dogs more than I like people. Uh, not everybody, but right. I love dogs are kinder than people yeah. are, generally speaking. Yeah, absolutely. And kudos to you for taking Thanks. a passion and creating a business that wasn't there before. Because, again, you. that is really difficult to do. Thank you. Reinventing, you know, uh, or creating a wheel mm-hmm. instead of reinventing a wheel yeah. is a really hard thing to do. Yeah, it is. But so, and it's, I, it's fun. Kudos to Thank you. Uh, Southern California, Colorado coming soon. Maybe Florida coming soon after that. Um, again, congratulations. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on. Thank you so much. John, you got anything? No, I think we're good. Um, we will see you guys next Wednesday at 3 o'clock. We're going to have some amazing guests on then as well. I'm going to try to out-shout out John next week. Just oh, stay tuned. I'm going to spend the rest of the week coming <laughs> up with a better <laughs> shout-out. And thank you again, Ryan Cotter, for our cool championship belts. See you guys next week. In three, two, one.